This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is podcast number 49, and this is your show host, Amanda Phila. You can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. So today um, I want to talk about some simple ways that you can keep your kids healthy naturally. And so uh, it's six simple ways that we can keep our kids healthy naturally. And recently I was having a conversation actually a lot with a lot of different moms um, that I'm friends with and just you know, noticing around us like how many kids are getting sick and it just seems odd because right now we're coming into spring, summer, you know, it's just around the corner and these kids are ending up with weird, random illnesses and, or, you know, just not staying healthy. And it's like, how can we on a day-to-day basis support our kids' immune systems and help them to live a more healthy, natural life? And as much as it seems like, you know, we have clean water, we have all these resources that kids sometimes are getting sicker. And so when we look back in time, um, you know, to when our grandparents were, you know, being raised, they were fed whole foods. They didn't have as many processed foods. Um, They were out and about. They were playing outside. They weren't in front of electronics a lot of the time. So there's a lot of things that can contribute to our kids' health. And those are some of the basics, like getting them outside, um, feeding them whole foods, all of that. So... Today, like I said, I just wanted to talk about some of the simple ways that we can keep our kids healthy all year round because a lot of us are not always able to get outside because it is freezing or frigid like it here is here in the Midwest. And so anyway, I just um, wanted to share some. So the first thing I like to talk about is our gut. So balancing the gut is huge. Um, This is a great making sure that our gut flora is in check and where it needs to be keeps our whole body running how it needs to. And some of the simple ways that we can keep our gut in check is by having, you know, avoiding processed foods, but also having um, plenty of probiotic and prebiotic rich foods. And so, I mean, just even some things to think about, and I've talked about it before, is that babies are born with a sterile gut. And so a lot of the you know, bacteria they pick up is actually from their mom during the birthing process. And they've come to acknowledge this to a point where a lot of hospitals, if a baby is born via C-section, they actually take the vaginal bacteria and swab the baby in it because they know how beneficial that is for baby's gut flora and for its digestive system. They have less issues as a baby digesting foods and things like that. So we know that's big. Um, For us, we like to add in things to our diet like um, water kefir. That's a big one. We call it kefir pop. Uh, Kombucha, that's another one. Any kind of fermented foods. And like my kids love pickles. You can ferment your own pickles. All you need is a little bit of um, whey, and we make our own homemade yogurt. I mean, yogurt's a good thing. Kefir, um, like kefir yogurt water. There's lots of different cultures. If you go to... Uh, cultured for uh, culturedhealth.com. They have a lot of, you can buy the cultures and then grow them yourself. So there's a million ways that we can be supporting it with what we eat. But a lot of times we're not getting enough of it. And especially if 
We've been on rounds of antibiotics. We know that antibiotics kill our gut flora. They kill the good. They kill the bad. They kill it all. And so when they kill it all, that leads to a weakened immune system and a weakened overall body. And so a lot of times now when you are given a, compared to when my 17-year-old was a baby and had been on, put, put on antibiotics, nobody said anything about giving her a probiotic. Now a lot of the doctors are realizing that these kids are becoming immune to the antibiotics. And so one of the things they're doing is they're telling parents to make sure they're on a probiotic while they're taking this antibiotic, which is great. But I feel like especially um, if they've been exposed to something, we kind of add probiotics to our regular diet, and especially if somebody is not feeling well. So we use Life9 for the adults, and then we use um, the Mighty Pro from Young Living for the kids because the Mighty Pro has the prebiotic and the probiotic. So not only are you putting in the food that the gut needs to keep growing, but you're also putting in that new bacteria. So it's a combination of both. So huge, huge um, strides when it comes to the gut health. That is one of the, like I said, that is one of the biggest things when people tell me that their kids' immune systems are down. I'm always like, look at your gut health. And I always like to tell, remind people, if you're not feeding your health, you're feeding the illness. So I know it might seem like it's just a quick treat here and there for the kids to have, you know, this candy or that treat. And in moderation, it is okay. But you have to remember, too, that every time we're putting those sugars and stuff into the body, that it does have an adverse effect. So if they're already fighting something off by adding additional sugar, it's just adding to the problem. So there's other alternatives. You can use honey to sweeten your stuff. You can make your own homemade stuff. There's lots of even good packaged stuff that is made wholesome if you're in a rush and you need a quick snack. So just being more mindful and reading those packages is huge. Um, now that it's becoming summer, fun in the sun, even whether, whether it's summer or winter, if you can get your kids out in the sunshine for at least 15 minutes a day, that's huge for their vitamin D. And so the more we can expose them to vitamin D, the more vitamin D is huge for supporting our immune system. So we want to make sure that our vitamin D, their vitamin D um, is up so that they can, you know, benefit the most off of it. Um, if you are needing a vitamin D supplement, because for us and our family, we live in the Midwest, so we do experience indoor um, living for quite a while. There are some nice sunny days. So even if you sit in a nice lighted window for, you know, like sit in the sun and do schoolwork for us, because we're homeschoolers, we'll sit in the living room because there's a nice amount of sun. Anytime you can get that sun is huge because we want to absorb as much vitamin D as we possibly can. Um, but in those winter months, or if you're noticing that there's a low, I know, like I said, almost all people in the Midwest sometimes need some sort of a vitamin D supplement. And so if you're needing that vitamin D supplement, um, we've used Mega Foods vitamin D supplement, and it's a whole food-based supplement, and I, I'm, it's been beneficial to us. And I'll have the link in my show notes for that if you're looking to get your hands on it. Um, another thing, you know, like I said, sunlight is huge, but... Vitamin C. Um, this is one that I guess I grew up on. My grandma was always a huge advocate for vitamin C because when our vitamin C levels are high enough, there's a lot of stuff that can't grow in our body that shouldn't be there. So, I mean, I just remember going to grandma's house and having chewable vitamin C's years and years ago. And so vitamin C is a hard one because there is a lot of sugar-filled vitamin C's. And once again, when we're putting sugar in our body, at the same time we're putting vitamin C in our body, it's kind of not doing what we want it to do. Um, so we use the Young Living chewable vitamin Cs, or the older kids will take the capsules. 
Um, eating citrus filled fruit filled foods is good. So a lot of times when it comes to be summertime or in the middle of the winter, we'll see that the oranges and the grapefruits, things like that are in season. And so we just try to make sure we get a lot of that into our diet. And as often as we can, um, we're, we're taking some sort of supplementation, but it's really important to watch what you are taking for vitamin C because there's a lot of them. And if there's sugar in your vitamin C, you should not be taking that vitamin C. So that is one thing that I will put out there when you're looking for vitamin C because you don't want sugar in it when you're trying to not feed the bad stuff. Um, another thing that is really important for kids is let them play in the mud. Okay. And as a mom of a lot of kids, my kids are dirty very frequently, but there is something to be said about letting kids play in the mud. And even though it might be counterintuitive to what we think of as parents, um, it's, it's really actually important, and there's actually been research that there are naturally occurring compounds in the dirt that actually boost the serotonin levels and will also contribute to a healthy sleep. So on top of that, by interacting with dirt, kids are naturally exposed to a host of natural bacteria and pathogens that actually help strengthen the immune system. So there is something to be said about regularly playing in the dirt. And so... Um, because again, we live in colder states. Uh, usually as soon as it's warm enough for them to be outside barefoot, I try to let them be outside barefoot. I mean, it, it is hard <laughs> because they want to come running in your house. Um, but you know, you can set up your own system for keeping your house clean in that same process. But letting them play in the mud is really good for boosting their immune system. And they've actually um, shown that kids that are able to play in the, you know, regularly play in the dirt helps them from developing things like allergies and asthma. So, and there's naturally, um, iron and zinc in our dirt. So that's a good thing as well. So they can be absorbing that, but, um, uh, grounding. So I have talked about grounding just in my personal life. I feel better as soon as I'm able to walk through the grass, or anytime, you know, you can walk barefoot in the morning with the dew and all that other stuff. It's grounding. It's like protecting, uh, reducing, you know, any kind of negatively charged stuff. It kind of positively charges your body naturally by grounding with the earth. And so um, that's just another thing with letting them play in the mud that they're able to do without you doing anything. Um they are going to need baths more frequently if you do this, <laughs> but it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to let them go play in the mud and to be exposed to those so that they can boost their immune system at the same time. Um, this is something I talk about frequently, avoid chemicals. So this doesn't seem like something that would be hard to do, but sometimes we don't think about the plethora of things even when we're buying like the natural baby stuff or the natural kid stuff, there's a lot of things that are causing cancer or chemicals that cause cancer that are in our kids' products, that, that are in our products. But when we are trying to boost their immune system, every time we're using that toothpaste or that lotion or that sunscreen or bug spray or laundry treatment for stains or our detergent, or if we're doing a vapor cream or rub on them, um, if they're to the age where they're starting to use deodorants, all of these things are in another way affecting their natural, you know, their, their immune system. Those chemicals build up over time in their body and our body doesn't know how to get rid of them and then it causes other issues. So it is really important and I'm a big one with, when it comes to coming, you know, going chemical free 
that it's important that we look at the things like their shampoos, their bubble baths, their toothpaste, and avoid the chemicals where we can. And at first it can seem daunting because I feel like when you start going down the rabbit hole of chemical-free, you can get scared real easy because there's a lot of chemicals we need to be avoiding. And even um, for a long time, there were companies that I was like, oh, this is a great company. I would check their labels and they were clean. And slowly but surely, these companies are being bought out by bigger companies. And that's where the problem is because they keep that natural, beautiful label that they had before and people aren't aware that they were bought out. And slowly the labels change and they start adding in their cheaper chemicals and charging you the same price and you're not getting the same product. So be aware, be know where you're getting your products from. Make them yourself if you have the time to do it. But if you don't, there are great options out there. Again, this is why I choose Young Living. I know sometimes I feel like a broken record when I say that, but they have truth in labeling and their ingredients are right there. So... I've told other people this many a times, even when I've been in a pinch and I've needed to grab a particular shampoo or soap or whatever, I go to the store and I had spent literally hours looking for a shampoo one day at a big store in town, could not find one that did not have chemicals in it. And so it's a big deal. I mean, it really is. As much as we can avoid chemicals in the day-to-day life, start small, start changing out the toothpaste, then move to the shampoos, then move to your lotions. You don't have to do everything overnight, but the less chemicals we put on our kids, the healthier they're going to be. So that's one of the one of the areas that I like to kind of hit home with in a way, just because it is so very, very important. And I don't think a lot of people realize how important it is. Um, Add some salt to the tub. Uh, this is something that a lot of times people don't think about, but adding Epsom salt or sea salt are amazing for detoxing your body. This is, um, I've talked about doing uh, detox baths for the kids frequently, but not only is it good for detoxing the body, so whether it's winter or summer, this is also huge because due to our depleted soil and water levels, many people are magnesium deficient, and this includes our kids. So by adding a handful of Epsom salts um, or even the sea salts to that with a couple of drops of, like I said, I like to add essential oils depending upon what the kid needs, whether it's lemon or lavender or frankincense, whatever, but it helps um, gently boost your kid's immune systems or (laughs) magnesium levels, and it will help them to relax and calm down as well before bed because magnesium helps us, you know, sleep better. And this can be really beneficial for kids who have like allergies, eczema, asthma, uh, small step makes a big difference. So, and this is really good for their skin too. The natural sea salt, Himalayan sea salt, they have a, that trace minerals in it as well. So it's very soothing to the skin. So if you have a kid who happens to have some skin issues, this is also going to help them there as well. And I always like to say, we need to have our essential resources on hand. And when I'm talking about essential resources, the things I'm talking about having on hand are things like our essential oils. We know that essential oils can be very beneficial to our kids to help boosting their immune system. This is where I create my immune support roll-on, where I use thieves, lemon, frankincense, copaiba, and oregano. And it's something we just put on our feet in the morning and at night. Um, Having homeopathic remedies on hand. I highly recommend if you are new to homeopathy, go check out Homeopathy for Mommies podcast. I've talked about it before. Um, She was 
has been a huge resource to us over the last 11 years. And, um, I've learned so much from her. So I like to have things like belladonna on hand. Belladonna is a virus interrupter. So anytime my kids are are exposed to something viral, this is a remedy. I just give them a dose of it when we get home. Nothing big, nothing whatever, earth shedding. It's like giving them a vitamin C. It's just going to trigger the mind to remember, hey, I don't, you know, I don't want this virus. I need to get my, you know, vital force up there and I'm going to help my body naturally kick this. I also like to have aconite on hand. Um, I talked a little bit about some of the remedies that are important to have on hand, but aconite, belladonna, ferrum foss are, is another big one. Um, I like to have gelsimium on hand because that's just one we use and arnica for any kind of inner injury, like head injury, bodily injury. That one's amazing. But as far as like immune support, ones that we commonly use are aconite and belladonna. Those are two key ones to have on hand. Um, arsenicum is also a really good one because if it, it has something to do with like stomach issues, arsenicum is one that I usually go to as well. Um, knowing how to use certain herbs and tinctures is also important. Um, I like to have them on hand just in case something pops up and you need a little extra help with it. So I'm not an herbalist, but I do have a handful of herbs that we use, like echinacea is really good for boosting your immune system. I make my own elderberry syrup that would, you know, in my mind, qualify under that ream of things, but that is something that I keep on hand all year round because in the winter months, I want to give a little extra boost. And if anybody does end up getting sick or again, like if we're exposed to something, I will give them an extra shot of elderberry syrup just because I know it's so supportive of the immune system. And again, it's not going to hurt them. It has naturally occurring vitamin C in it. And there's just a ton of great reasons to use elderberry syrup. So those are just a handful of the ways that we choose to keep our kids healthy and kind of support that immune system um, daily as often as we possibly can. Any other, like I said, herbs or things that you would consider an essential resource, add those to your kit. But having the tools in your back pocket when you notice that, you know, there's a cold going around school or, you know, they were at a birthday party and half the kids got sick or you were at a family function and, you know, one of the family members ended up getting sick the next day or they were coughing and stuff during that particular thing. You're going to be out and about. You're going to be exposed to things. And so the more you learn how to use some of the natural things in our back pocket or, you know, keep them in your, in your arsenal, the better and healthier kids can be. And some of these things are just changing what we do, changing what we're using on our kids, um, changing what we're eating. You know, maybe we don't buy fruit snacks anymore. Maybe we buy cuties instead so that they have that, you know, sweet treat, but it's going to be beneficial to the body versus harming the body because we're adding that extra sugar. So I'd love to hear what some, what are some of the ways that you help keep your kids healthy throughout the year. And, well, I'd love to hear them and share them with the group because we can all learn different ways of supporting our kids and supporting their immune systems all year round. So we have healthy, happy kids, no matter what season it is, no matter if it's summertime or school time, whatever. We just want what's best for our kids. So thanks for listening. This is podcast number 49, six simple ways to keeping your kids healthy or boosting their immune system. And as always, thanks for listening. Be grateful, have faith, and God bless. 
Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.